0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel, and she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen, or email her at michelle.mcknight at travelcom Now, on to the show.
1: Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Eric Sassman. Of course, I got the Disney dentist with me, Dr. Doug. And Doug, how are we doing?
1: I'm doing good. I have some new news about uh, our trip in November. On the last episode that, uh, well, a couple episodes again, I said my wife changed all our resorts, right? Yep. And I said I wouldn't be surprised if it changed again. Changed again. So now we're...
0: Yeah, where are you staying now?
1: So we went from Kidani Village to saratoga beach club and i don't even remember now we're saying one night at saratoga springs in a two bedroom then we're going to the contemporary and a tower bay lake view and then we go to grand floridian for one night so there you go that's She's a lot of resorts she's, she's always changing stuff up on me. I'll know where we're staying when we pull up on Magical Express, I guess.
0: And we'll Skype you in and get some uh, fun on the fly podcasts and also for our Facebook and Twitter page of what you think about each resort as well. Yeah.
1: There'll be lots of different pictures about different rooms. That's kind of one of the cool things about moving around is, um, you know, that first day everybody tweets a picture of the room or the resort and we get to do that three times.
0: Yep, and, we'll, uh, and we're trying to do the same thing, stay at two different resorts uh, when we go this winter, and yeah, just for the same thing. There's a couple of resorts I want to try that are a little more pricey, but I don't want to stay there the whole week. So resort hopping, something we've talked about before. Now, Absolutely. today's topic will go into what you're going to be doing, and it confuses a lot of people. It's the Disney dining plan. So first off, why don't you give us a quick overview of the Disney Dining Plan?
1: So the Disney Dining Plan is a way to pre-purchase your meals. A lot of people look for something that's all-inclusive, like they're going to Mexico to a resort to lay on the beach. Well, Disney is definitely not laying on the beach, but you can kind of do that all-inclusiveness. However, it doesn't cover everything. So there's several different dining plans. There's a counter-service dining plan. There's what Disney calls plus dining and then the deluxe dining plan, those are the main three. And today in our conversation, we're just going to talk about Plus Dining or the basic Disney Dining Plan, or if you're reading on any of the message boards, it's abbreviated a lot of times with DDP, Disney Dining Plan, so a lot of acronyms are used on the message boards. So in the Disney Dining Plan, the Plus Dining, the basic one, you get a table service credit, you get a counter service credit, and you get a snack credit that's in 2016 and you get a refillable mug however when the clock r- rolls over to 2017 you're going to get two snacks but they take away your dessert that comes with a counter service and for me that's a great thing because the counter service meals are big enough i don't need that extra dessert right at the end of it. So getting an extra snack later in the day or another time, or you can use that for breakfast, is a great idea. So 2017 has a little twist compared to 2016. So we'll kind of talk about both today. But uh, that's what you get. That counter service, you get your entree, your drink, and a dessert. Table service, you get an entree, a dessert, and drink. Um, If it's a buffet, it's all included. And that's kind of the basics of it. And that refillable mug, you get for the whole stay of the trip.
0: Well, and that's a great uh, great thing to have. But not only that, we have never used the dining plan. So uh, we budget per meal. So a lot of our listeners and a lot of people are just, they're penny crunchers. And they want to know, is the Disney dining plan worth it when it comes to finances during your Disney trip? So why don't you talk about kind of price uh, cost to be on the plan versus maybe not on the plan? I know you've done both ways on your trip. Uh, So talk a little bit about making that decision as well.
1: That's right. It's a decision that you kind of have to look at a lot of numbers. Some people just get the dining plan every time arbitrarily because then there's no stress when they're down there. That's what you want to do. That's great. More power to you. Other people want to see the exact dollars and cents and how it works out. So we need some tips today. That's what we're going to give you, some tips to maximize your dollar value of your dining plan which is very important if you're on the dining plan you want to make sure you're using it right so kind of the first tip to give which goes into that dollars and cents is to make your adr's 180 days out the best dining disappears and what
0: does adr stand for
1: adr is advanced dining reservation there you go so you could even have a cast member ask when you get up to the podium do you have an adr it unlike the rest of the world that says reservation disney has to call it something different advanced dining reservation good good catch there derek um so that's one of the most important ways to maximize the dollars is to make your ADRs, to make the reservations, because the good places, the most expensive places are going to book out the first. So we'll dive into a few numbers just for a minute here. The 2017 pricing is what we're going to use, because if you're listening right now and trying to decide, the odds are you're not going for a while. Um, and if you're listening down the road, hey, it's 2017. Happy New Year. Um, so the adult dining plan is sixty-seven thirty-three. That's per day. And so the way the dining plan is you get one of those credits for that we talked about earlier for each night of your stay. Not each day that you're at the resort. It's each night of your stay. Totally unrelated to your park ticket. So say you have seven nights at the resort, but a five-day park hopper. You have seven credits unrelated to your park ticket. A lot of people think they only have dining related to their park tickets. So that 6733 is per night. For a child, is twenty four twenty two, so a huge price difference between the adults and the kids. So I did a little math. Say you're a little late to the party making your reservations and not real picky about what you ate at lunch or trying to achieve the most expensive thing. So a day in the Magic Kingdom. Say you went to Crystal Palace. That's probably the one of the easier character meals to book right now. It's not Cinderella's Royal Table. It requires two credits or Be Our Guest, which you have to book like 180 plus 10 days out. Um, so Crystal Palace is 38 bucks basically for an adult, and 22.99. So right away, you can see the value of the dining plan for a child at $24.22 a day. If you book one character meal for a child, it's $22.99 at Crystal Palace. So you're pretty much break even on the kids just on the one meal. So you can essentially see that the counter service and the snacker and the mug are basically free. Um, that's kind of the way I look at it on the kids. Now on the adults, not so much. Um, adults, thirty-eight dollars at Crystal Palace. Um, the dining plan, sixty-seven. So you still have some room to go. Say you went to Cosmic Rays and got their uh, Angus cheeseburger. That is priced at twelve ninety-nine right now. Um, so still not quite up to sixty-seven. You add a drink because most people do get a drink with their meal. Plus it's included in the dining plan. That's three twenty-nine. So for an adult for the day, if that's what you did, before a snack, that's at 5427. The diet plan was 6733, so you can see you're not quite there. So you got to get a You got to fill snack. that
0: You got to fill up that mug quite a few times.
1: You got to fill up the mug um, and get a snack. So a snack can range anywhere from a $1.50, $2 to there's some $7, $8 snacks. So if you're smart about what snacks you get, you can even when you're not getting the most expensive thing on the menu, you can hit that sixty-seven three three. Now at Cosmic Rays, I will say there's a chicken and ribs platter for seventeen dollars. The burger was at thirteen. So you can see how if you get the most expensive thing, you're gonna hit that dollar. You're gonna break even. And on the kids, you're definitely gonna get better. Because a kid's meal at Cosmic Rays is seven dollars. So you're way past the cost of that dining plan. Plus, they can get a $5 snack. Mickey bars are not cheap.
0: So you're saying it's good on the dining plan to kind of shoot for the most expensive thing because I know when we budget everything for our food, we're usually going for the cheapest thing on the menu.
1: Exactly, Derek. That's exactly it. So at Cosmic Race, there's also $9 chicken nuggets. So if you're on the dining plan and you're getting the adult chicken nuggets, you shouldn't be on the dining plan. But if you want to get the chicken and ribs platter at dinner, then the dining plan is for you. And you know all the all the different options you just kind of have to look at. If you're just going to eat pasta at all the sit-down restaurants, that's usually the cheapest entree, is a pasta dish. Then the dining plan may not work out.
0: But you but, need those carbs to walk around the right, uh, 13 miles around the I know. park.
1: But a steak at every dining plan or every sit-down restaurant, then you can accomplish it.
0: Well, and that's a good tip. So, when you're on the dining plan, shoot for the moon, you're saying. And that, you know what, that's a good tip because a lot of times when we go out to eat, you know, my wife and I are splitting a cosmic burger or something like that. And the dining plan would be nice that we could uh, go a little more luxury and eat some of those higher end meals.
1: Yeah, it frees you up to feel like you can order anything off the menu. And, you know, say you on your table service once, you have, say you have seven credits, but you want to eat at Cinderella's Royal Table or do Hoop-dee-doo Review, that's a two-credit item. So a different place, you could still split an entree to reserve your credits to help pay for that.
0: And they allow you to split entrees at the uh, character dinings?
1: Oh, not at, the, not at a no. buffet, but at a regular sit-down where you're ordering off a menu. You can split stuff. Um, and the credits are different for kids and adults. Um so if you use up all the kids credits, you know, you have to pay attention to where your credits are and how they're being used.
0: Yep. One thing I do love is I I love the refill f- fillable mug, and something that a lot of people don't realize is you don't need to be on the dining plan to get one of those mugs. Uh, I know we just looked up the prices for twenty seventeen. It's going to be about sixteen fifty. It'll probably jump up again, but you can buy it at any one of the parks or the resorts and carry it around with you and just keep filling it up throughout your stay there. Actually,
1: you can't get it in the parks, Derek. You oh, you can. I know you, you can get, get it. In it. Res- okay. In the resorts, so the resort only. Um, so you get them at the resort and they're good at all the resorts. You can't fill it up anywhere in the parks. Oh, that's the big drawback of the refillable mug. Um, but that's included. Every member of your party will get a refillable mug if you're on the dining plan. So say you have five people in your room, you get five refillable mugs. So, um, it's something you don't want to wait till the last night of your trip to get, get it that first day you check in and start using it because the more you use it, the more it pays for itself. Um, I read somewhere the other day that you need to use it seven times to cover the cost if you're paying out-of-pocket for it. Um, So if you're on a seven-night trip, that's just one time a day. Um, People will fill up their coffee in the morning, maybe a soda at night, hot chocolate at night if you're there in the winter. Um, There's also lemonade, that sort of stuff, and tea that you can get in that refillable mug.
0: So if you're a big soda drinker, we're not a big coffee drinker. It makes sense to definitely get one of those refillable mugs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. what are some other tips that you can give I know we talked a little about character dining what about maybe hopping going from park to park does that work with the dining plan
1: it does hopping is actually a very good tool to use with the dining plan because um, you want to eat when it's the most expensive to eat breakfast is the cheapest meal of the day so if you're on the dining plan it doesn't make sense to book a bunch of breakfast meals you want to book dinner because dinner is going to be more expensive. A lot of places have a lunch and dinner menu that's the same price, so it doesn't matter. But overall, dinner is the most expensive. It's nice to get off your feet at dinner time, relax a little bit, rev the energy back up for the evening entertainment. Um, Hopping is a great thing. So you can go to an extra magic hour mornings or whichever park might have the lowest attendance predicted for that day. Rope drop at that park. Go for a while, take your little break. Hop to wherever you have your dinner reservation so you're not stuck to, well, we're in Hollywood Studios again for this rope drop. I guess we got to make all of our dining for Hollywood Studios today. You don't have to do that. If you want to eat dinner in Epcot every night, you definitely can. And Epcot has enough restaurants to do that. So don't feel tied to the park that you're in. Hop to it. Um, Magic Kingdom is another one that we hop away from at dinner time a lot. Uh, You know, we don't hop just to dinner and do that. We will try to do other things. Because otherwise you spend all your time on a bus or a monorail. But it is a good way to free up your options. Because we won't rope drop Epcot three times. But we may eat dinner there three times. Oh,
0: they have some of the best food in Orlando, period. If not the world. So absolutely.
1: Mm -hmm. That's a good tip to use the hopping. Another tip that I kind of want to give is remember that tips are not included so this is a tip about tips alright so in the dining plan it covers the cost and everything but you still if you choose to I should say which you should choose to. You definitely
0: to, should as someone who's worked in the service industry you got a tip.
1: Yep. You, know, you still need to tip so budget that into your meals 18-20 um, percent I think they even give you a little thing that says how much that is so think about that ahead of time if you're going on the dining plan mm-hmm. um, we usually buy a gift card that we use over and over for um, tips when we're on the dining plan so that we don't have a whole bunch of weird credit card charges or anything. Uh, we just use the one gift card. We kind of put our tipping budget on there. Another That's thing a good with tip. Is, I like that. Yeah, so it keeps track of it. It's easy to track too then how much we use. And another good thing that goes in with the tipping is there's a couple places where gratuity is automatically added. And that is Cinderella's Royal Table de Doo Review, um, Spirit of Aloha, and Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. There it's automatically included. Now you notice those are all two credit um, places to eat. So it it helps balance out the value of that two credits. They also, other than Cinderella's, that's the exception, Hoopty Doo and the other shows, alcohol is included. So your dining plan, that's the only place your dining plan will buy you alcohol.
0: Oh, that's a good tip too uh for those who definitely like to have a drink in the park uh the one park the two parks actually you didn't mention is the water parks uh how does it work how does the DDP the dining plan work at the water parks
1: so at the water parks it works just like if you're at your resort food court or at a counter service restaurant in Animal Kingdom um they have counter service restaurants in both water parks and it works just the same there's also lots of snack options um so it works there so if you have a day at the water park don't forget to use your dining plan and to use your dining plan I guess we hadn't mentioned we mentioned this in our uh, magic band episode but all the credits are linked on your account and to get to your account they just scan your magic band so you don't have to carry around like a special ticket or anything weird or vouchers you're not like constantly fumbling through a pile of vouchers it's all on your magic band and so we, it's very easy. we
0: love the magic band
1: And it's easy to take to the water parks. It's why I thought of it there because you can get that wet.
0: It's a great tip. Uh, I know for us, we pay for everything out of pocket. So uh, for someone like me, what would you say uh, is some of the biggest overall benefits or cost strategies with out of pocket versus the dining plan?
1: Well, if you're on the dining plan and say you have too many meals booked, um, you need to look at what the meals are and you're gonna run out of table service credits type of scenario you wanna find the cheapest meal to pay for like if you have the plaza book say you're just doing Magic Kingdom, say you have plaza um, Cinderella's Royal Table and uh, Be Our Guest, I couldn't remember the name of Be Our Guest, I might be losing my mind but plaza is where you're gonna wanna pay out of pocket because it is definitely the cheapest option um, there are some restaurants, table service restaurants where The cheeseburger is only like $16. Um, We just mentioned a cheeseburger at Cosmic Rays was $13. So for three more dollars, you're getting a lot higher quality beef, a lot bigger burger, better fries, a drink that's refilled, and it's brought to you. So there are a lot of sit-down restaurants around Walt Disney World that aren't that much more expensive than the counter service, and those are the ones that you want to target if you're paying out-of-pocket. So if you're not on the dining plan or if you've used up all your credits, The other thing is, you don't want to just use up all your credits and then pay for the last meal out of pocket because what if that last meal out of pocket is be our guest and you want the $37 steak? You know, think ahead a little bit, do the math.
0: And the big thing I, I talk to people about is that every counter service is different. And you can go, I mean, my wife and I, we will go online and look at all the prices. They have so many prices online. You can kind of do all the math ahead of time to make mm-hmm. a, a reasonable judgment that the if the dining plan is right for you.
1: And with the not all being created equal, there's a lot of places you can use your counter service credit. And some, a lot of those places are the little kiosks around the park that you know you can smell the food cooking while you're waiting for a parade so you want to go get that chicken nugget meal well don't use your counter service credit there because it's like 9.99 or eight dollars and you're getting like a bag of chips instead of fries which is less value um they may not even have the right desserts to pick from if it's 2016 um just use it at the bigger counter service restaurants the ones that have a real menu um don't do it at little kiosk the one that I always see I've I saw some people using their dining plan for last time I was in Frontierland there's the Golden Oak Outpost or golden something like that and they have chicken nuggets and waffle fries and you can get waffle fries as an entree so you're, that's what you're going to use your
0: You need for. like we said you waffle got to call the load when you're walking yeah. 13 miles around so, the park.
1: It's questionable. So Disney
0: World is the only place that you can walk 13 miles and still gain weight with how amazing the food is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You need all the carbs you can get. But, um, you know, if you want the waffle fries, go get the waffle fries. But save your counter service for sitting down. and You know, you only get really two meals a day on the dining plan. A lot of people don't like that. I'm not a big breakfast eater, so it doesn't bother me at all. We bring our breakfast from home or we make a Target run or um, Garden Grocer or Amazon Prime Pantry um, delivers, we get our breakfast that way. We get mini muffins and Pop-Tarts and stuff, and uh, we take them and we eat them while we wait for the parks to open, but a lot of people like breakfast. and If you need breakfast, lunch, and dinner, three real meals a day, then that's what the deluxe dining plan is for.
0: Like us, we like eating breakfast, uh, not in the park, but at the resort. Uh, early in the morning because you can still most resorts still have Mickey waffles and all those great breakfast foods and you can budget them in uh, so there you go but a great tip that you said that yeah. we haven't mentioned is uh, amazon priming bringing your own food uh, snacking throughout the day that way in the long term you are saving money uh, budgeting ahead of time those foods that you bring with you
1: yeah you know the one of the biggest ways to get your value other than picking things off the menu that aren't the cheapest, you know, towards the higher end is the snack choices. Um, I think that's probably the most important thing because you can't look at one menu and see all the snacks. There's hundreds of different little options around the parks and there's some places where they're really good to go going to like the confectionery or the big top treats in the magic kingdom where they have the actual like, place where they make the caramel apples. And you can look in the display case and see all the cookies and marshmallow pops and all that sort of stuff. That's a great way to maximize your your snack credit. I like to get the pineapple spear covered in dark chocolate and that's close to $5 just for a chunk of pineapple which is a little insane but it's tasty so I can't help it. See
0: that's why we like eating at a lot of the buffets cuz then you only need we we'd like to do lunch buffets which would work great for the dining plan and eat so much that you don't need any more food for the rest of the day.
1: It's true, but if you're on the dining plan, you got that you got one more meal, you mm. got to use it. But you don't have to use it all in one day. We've we've done three sit-down meals on one day and then like just counter service the next day. So you don't have to do it all like in an order. There's not rules about You have to do your counter service at lunch, your table service at dinner. Every day has one of each. You can mix and match. And depending on what time you get in in the morning, what time you leave in the evening of your trip, you may have some meals that aren't really covered because it goes by the number of nights, not the number of days that you're there too.
0: And I think one of the best tips that we can finally give though is when it comes to ADRs or those Disney reservations, let a travel agent do it for you and help you with the planning of the dining plan versus uh, paying out of pocket and knowing the prices of the restaurants
1: mhm yeah, and so many of that goes frequently, um, you know I had to look up the exact prices to know, but I know whether that I could go to that restaurant or restaurant a or restaurant B and which one's going to be a better value if I have the dining plan or if I'm paying out-of-pocket and usually I'm nerdy enough I will always check anyway I got a couple different apps that give me prices Um, like today the prices I gave they were from the lines app from touring plans Um, it's a great app it's a subscription-based one though so it does cost you a little bit of money per year but they got every menu and every price and they update it quite regularly there are some places you can look online and you might be looking at prices that are two or three years old and disney of course updates their price maybe every six months
0: yep they they definitely do and so yeah do your research when it comes to dining because uh, it's all about in the end getting the most bang for your buck and spending as little as possible eating the best food as possible and at disney world there really isn't a bad meal
1: no you can't go wrong there's better meals than others i will say that I, I there are some places that are not owned and operated by disney that are within disney and you can do better yeah. um so that's kind of what that travel agent is for they know like they've eaten at most of the places so they know what's better and what isn't um you know do you have a favorite snack that you're looking forward to other than just a mickey bar derek user something that you're gonna search out uh
0: we we don't i mean i do love those mickey bars and i do love um um the mickey pretzels uh but we're we're when it comes to uh food we really impulse it's like wow we are really hungry we have budgeted 25 dollars for this meal we're in uh this land so we'll just kind of look up the nearest place to eat and we and and what's kind of been fun with that is we've been able to try a few different uh places that way but no, uh, we're we're looking for this next trip to do a lot more character dining. And so we are going to look at the Disney dining plan versus out-of-pocket uh, because our goal is to do uh, at least one character meal at every park we visit for lunch. And yeah. so we'll do the cost-effective with that. And if it works out to be on
1: the dining plan, there we go. See, with the math and with two children, like, it really makes it something you have to consider. Now before you have kids as just adults, then the math may not work out. But with kids on the dining plan, it, it really is a good value. The best way to get the dining plan is free dining usually, especially when you have five people in your room. Um, you know that's kind of a limited time offer. The free dining offer is over for 2016. So that's usually in the falls when people travel with it. So the more people in your room the better the value of the free dining plan because we'll get it for all five and we have in our room now we have three adults because my 10-year-old is an adult at Disney World and every now and then she likes to argue with us and remind us that she's an adult. It doesn't work out well for her. Well,
0: my four-year-old does the same thing, but thankfully she doesn't eat as much.
1: So I decided to get on my Lines app here and look at a couple snacks just price-wise so at the Big Top Treeps, which is backed by Dumbo, one of my favorite places to go get a snack because it's not very busy. Um, and then you can go into, there's a yellow tent in the back of that Storybook Circus area. It's um, got all kinds of electrical outlets to charge your electronics and it's quiet. It's away from chaos. And so we like that area. But the Disney Dining Plan snacks, there's a little logo next to everything on the menu and you have to look for that logo. And um, like an example, caramel apple, just the basic caramel apple, is five seventy nine, and that's on the dining plan. A caramel peanut apple is six twenty nine, and that's on the dining plan. Now the specialty apples that look like characters, those are eleven bucks. You can't get that as a snack credit, but you could also, you know, instead of that seven, almost seven dollars, you could get a single lollipop for two ninety five. So when we say pick good snacks, don't get the single lollipop for two ninety five.
0: There you go. Get the good snacks.
1: Yeah, or the Chip and Dell two-ounce snack, whatever That's- that may be. That's two Don't buy that with your snack credit. Um, if your kids really want it, just buy it for them and use their snack credit to get another Dole Whip.
0: Awesome. Well, these are some great tips. It's been a, a great show. And if you have any questions, please use a certified Disney travel agent. Of course, we love Michelle McKnight, your wife, who is the Rope Drop Queen. Uh, contact us through Facebook or email and we can put you in touch with her. Uh, she knows she has helped us out many a times on budgeting and knowing where and when to eat of course and always and does all the ADRs for us like i just say hey we want to eat at uh, i know we wanted to eat with Ariel and i told her a rough time we wanted to and she got it all set up for us we didn't have to wait on hold we didn't have to do any worrying it was all taken care of and i know she's done that for other meals for us so please when you're using when you want to make those ADRs use a travel agent why would you want to wait on hold when other people can do it for you so this has been a really good show i'm sure we'll talk a lot more about dining plans and of course food because we both love food and uh... yeah i'm looking forward to that and please uh... we're going to put on our facebook and twitter what is your favorite uh... dining plan meals and what do you think is the best bang for your buck so please answer those questions and we'd love to talk about them in future shows But that's all the time that we have for the Disney dentist, Dr. Doug, and myself, Derek Sassman. Thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter.